0: Micro Monday, the weekly microcast where we get to know members of the Micro.blog community. I'm Jean McDonald, the community manager here at Micro.blog, and on this episode, I am very pleased to welcome Miraz Jordan, who is at Miraz on Micro.blog. Hello, Miraz, how are you, and welcome to Micro Monday. Ah, hello, Jean. I'm very well, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yes, so you just gave yourself away, (laughs) not just the accent, but the beautiful greeting.
1: (laughs) Why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Well, I live in a very small beach community about an hour and a half drives north of Wellington in New Zealand. Uh, We've been living here for three years now, and I absolutely love it. I am not sure what to say about myself, really. We have a couple of, I have a partner, and uh, we have a couple of dogs, a couple of cats, and four quail, actually. Not California (laughs) quail, but the Japanese quail. Wow. (laughs) They're they're very cute. Yeah. Yeah. And I like to bike with my dogs down to the beach. I put them in a little trailer and bike them down the road. It takes me two minutes to get to one beach entrance and four minutes to get to the other one on my bike. Well, that sounds... um
0: Idyllic, and I am not uh, surprised by that based on seeing your photography on micro.blog. Um, just, it looks just absolutely fantastic there. So much interesting, varied nature. Um, I believe somebody on Micro Monday once said they liked reading blogs because they are like a window. On to other parts of the world and other you know lives that people are leading, and your microblog for sure fits that definition for me because I feel like I get you know a regular dose of coastal life
1: in New Zealand, <laughs> <laughs> and that's um, that's I enjoyed that kind of thing from other people as well, seeing those glimpses of people's lives, and yeah, I I don't. Have a particular thing I want to blog about. Mm-hmm. In in the past, I've blogged about um, tips for Macintosh users and, and um, Macintosh specific things and and various other topics. But these days, I just want to write about bits and bobs that that are in my life. So it might be a, a video that I've watched yesterday. I wrote something about a. a little three- or four-minute video I've watched about uh, the importance of role models oh, to right. people, for example. Or it might be something that I've seen or it might just be that the sky is blue or <laughs> just just those moments from from life really mm-hmm. is, is what I want to blog about. I don't have a particular purpose in my blogging. It's just, oh, this is sort of interesting. I think I'll put it on my blog. <laughs> Yeah, well I I like
0: those kinds of blogs um and I feel like the that was my introduction to blogs back in the day when they first started appearing and when the word actually started to be used um is that people they had a blog. <laughs> it wasn't a blog about x, y or z. It was, you know, this is my blog and and if you were interested in that person or you liked their work you followed their blog, and um you didn't um expect to always be reading about a certain topic and you definitely didn't expect to have newsletter sign ups and <laughs> right, <laughs> offers <yes. laughs> of other ways that that person is monetizing their blog um Nothing wrong with that, but it just is a different time.
1: <laughs> I was just thinking yesterday that that something might prove dot blog has done for me and that suddenly I feel like I'm blogging the same as I was 15 or 20 years ago (laughs) (laughs) those random those random bits and pieces and not getting it all focused on a particular topic and honing things in a particular direction and and thinking about your audience and what they need to know not that there isn't a role for that but Mm -hmm. yeah I I was thinking that that is something that my blog has done for me it's it's brought me back to the that spontaneous bits of this and that mm-hmm. kind of ordinary person stuff it's not a it's not a business it's just me <laughs> it's just me saying things that, that I think somebody might conceivably be interested in and I'm very gratified that people follow my blog. I don't really understand why they do <laughs> but um, they don't they don't need to really. I'm just saying these things. It's not it's not a purpose driven blog. I'm not trying to make a name for myself or <laughs> explain all about topic A or or make a thousand dollars a day or anything, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: I know. I think it was like a little stressful. I I attended um the blog world convention uh a few times. Mainly because there were a lot of podcasters going and I was not a podcaster at the time, but I was friend of podcasters, you know, and also, right. um, when I worked at Smile Software, very involved in sponsoring podcasts. So I was very interested in the, in the form, but, uh, you know, there were many, many sessions <laughs> on how to make a thousand dollars a day or whatever. Yes. And I remember feeling that just seeing the titles of some of those sessions just stressed me out. Uh, so. Yes. <laughs> I mean, no, you know, not that, uh, again, nothing wrong with that. And, and that's, your, that's your gig and that's your, you know, that's your passion. Uh, and I've seen some very passionate pro-blogging people speak, and I enjoyed their talks because, you know, they were, but they were on a different path uh, right. than me. And, uh mm. So I'm. I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to uh, say anything bad about that sort of work. It's just a different kind of work.
1: And yes, I've done my time with that too. I, for about thirteen years, I did a thing called Mac Tips, mm-hmm. and it started when I was working helping people with their Macs and mm-hmm. that was before the days of iPhones and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it really, it really was just Macs and I called it Mac Tips and uh, my clients kept asking me the same kind of thing over and over and I thought oh I could I could write a newsletter and tell them these things and so I started Mac Tips as a newsletter and then Eventually it got onto a website and then a website and a newsletter and YouTube videos. Mm. And after 13 years I gave up, partly because I'd run out of tips. (laughs) (laughs) But it was once a week um, until I did it twice a week
0: for 13
1: years. And uh, then I sold the website and it's – don't go and look at it, please. It's become something entirely – it's not awful, it's just – Old stuff and poor. The new stuff's poorly written, in. anyway. Okay. We won't be linking to that. <laughs> no. So I've done. I've done my time of that kind of focused kind of thing, and then I did my know it blog, which. Crikey, I, I think I started blogging in nineteen ninety nine. You know, uh-huh. and I first started, as some of your other guests have said, with hand coding HTML pages. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and putting them up with FTP. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then um, and then I got onto B two, which turned into WordPress. Mm. Um, and so I've been quite a staunch WordPress user, though, although I have tried a couple of other blogging platforms in the early days. But mm-hmm.
0: not WordPress.
1: Well, but anyway, I so I was blogging with my Knowit blog, which is now about twenty years old. Mm -hmm. Well, it wouldn't be 20 years old, it would be, I think the first entry in that one is 2002, so 16 years old, anyway. And when Twitter came along, I I drifted off blogging a bit. You know, Mm -hmm. I was blogging quite regularly, and then I was tweeting more, and then I was blogging less regularly, Mm -hmm. and then I was tweeting more, and then after a while, I was, Thinking, oh, I really ought to write something on my blog. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, I haven't written on my blog for a long time. And, oh, I really should write something. Until in the end, having come across micro.blog, I put that guilt to one side, actually, mm-hmm. and I've parked know it. But, but the problem is I've got about 3,500 posts in Know It because it's old. Mm-hmm. It's a long time. And some of them are just old, out-of-date, obsolete and totally irrelevant to anything really. Mm -hmm. And so what I've found is I haven't gone searching for it, but people don't seem to be talking about what happens after some considerable time with this web thing that Mm -hmm. you're doing. And in my case, that's the Know It blog. And so I've got this thing with 3,500 posts that feels like a huge weight. (laughs) (laughs) And... Earlier this week, I've decided to take it offline. Really? When the hosting, when the hosting expires in a few months' time. And I've thought, no, nah, I'm going to take it down, actually. Interesting. That- but, you know, should, should you? I've left it there for a year, not updating it. Mm-hmm. And it has visitors. I don't know how many of those visitors are real people and how many are just bots. I know there are at least a couple of posts on there that some people find valuable, Yeah, (laughs) but but not the things you'd think. I had a bread maker at one point, Mm -hmm. and then I sold it because I wasn't using it. But before I did that, I took photos of each page of the manual because there was no manual for it online. And I put up those photos Uh for people who had that bread maker. And people have been so grateful. I've had comments that say, this is fantastic. I couldn't find a manual anywhere. I bought a second-hand one and da-da-da. Thank you for putting this manual up. So wow. That's about the only post on Moet that I don't think <laughs> should I take it away. Well,
0: you know, you could turn it into a page in Blog. I think. and That's uh, a
1: good point. I could. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean – that's one of the things I like about the microdot blog, hosted blogs, is while you know it's nowhere near as uh, flexible as WordPress, it still has gotten a lot more flexible than it was when we first launched, and you know the creative use of pages um, that can appear in your your uh, navigation or not now. So uh, Manton added a option to check whether a page actually appears in the navigation or not. So right. you could, you know, have a page and link it from your About page. And, or I don't know, though, but you're going to let your <laughs> domain expire, it
1: sounds like. So. No, I'm keeping the domain name, okay. but I'm just going to take the, the blog down. Oh, okay. So the, And have, have no website for that domain name. Yeah. Maybe well, just a Page that says, Hey, nothing here. (laughs)
0: Nothing here, except this one bread making manual. (laughs) If that's what you're looking for, you're in luck. uh, (laughs) That's fascinating.
1: And and part of it is I'm paying for the hosting for Mm -hmm. this website, and the website feels like this enormous weight for me. And so, yeah, take it down, no more hosting payments, and no more weight. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. but, yes, we we don't I – I guess things haven't been around long enough, really, but the web's been around for 20 years now. And, um, yes, what happens over time? What mm-hmm. happens? <laughs> what happens to all those things? And it's so frustrating when websites disappear. I'm totally aware of that.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but it's not like my website is some world-shattering thing. You know, it's really frustrating if you go to some – Government website and you follow a link and oops no sorry we got reshuffled and changed around and the government took our department away or something so oop gone yes <laughs> all these links broken yes. um, okay. that's
0: that's interesting yeah I think um, you know we haven't been around that long online this way you know like if you look at the course of human history we're still barely able to figure out what to do to keep you know Books and printed material, yes, <laughs> alive or not, and so, um, we have a ways to go to figure out, um, how we want to preserve this, um, you know, worldwide repository of human activity <laughs> that's yes. that's pretty important. I mean, there is the web archive, um, the way back machine, or whatever the um Mm -hmm. the which is helpful definitely for my own work i've gone and found stuff that i did that i have more or less lost otherwise and um but it's it it's you know it's better than nothing but it's not um everything either and (laughs) well you know uh, we don't have our equivalent of the medieval monks Figuring out how to save everything. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, we do. We do. People like webarchive.org are, are medieval monks, but um, they they weren't completely uh, successful either. No. <laughs> um, so that, sorry. Go so, ahead.
1: yes. No, oh, well, so about a year ago, I'd been feeling the weight of know it and realizing I wasn't really blogging anymore. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was tweeting and then. I think I must have heard about micro.blog from either or both of you and Daniel Jalkut. Okay. And uh, possibly after one or both of you had mentioned it several times, I thought, oh, I really should go and have a look at this. And so I jumped in. I thought, oh, I'll give it a try. And so what appealed was, on the one hand, I had the weight of know-it and WordPress and blogging and writing things and, and everything. And on the other, I had this thing that, I didn't understand at first because people kept saying it's like Twitter, but it's not like Twitter. Mm-hmm. And really, that just confused me. And But what really appealed to me is that simplicity and the fact that there is not all that complexity and there is not all the things that, that you could do with it. Right. <laughs> and I, I love simplicity. Uh, and so, yes, all I had to do was was write a few words and click that post button and boof. There it was. And then when I realised that the main point was about keeping my own stuff and mm-hmm. I downloaded my Twitter archive, but there it is. I've now got this zip file of <laughs> stuff, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but with, with micro.blog, I'm writing these little thoughts or whatever they are and boom, there they are and, and they're mine and they're, they're now my website. Yeah. And I love that. Mm, yeah. Easy, simple, not complex I've done virtually nothing to the appearance of the page. I, I added in a bit of CSS to change how the photos look because I just wanted that. But um, I haven't really changed anything else. I've just got one of the standard themes, and uh, so I'm fine with it. Yeah. In
0: fact, I'm looking at your micro blog
1: um,
0: blog right now, and because I hadn't really noticed that you had changed the photo CSS, but you did a really nice job of that. Um, oh, you. And, uh, m- you know, if you'd like to share that CSS, I'm sure some other people
1: would be interested in knowing how you did that. Oh, of course. I'd be happy to, yes. I, I hadn't thought to share it. But, you know. <laughs> well, uh, I've, I've yeah. really just um, put a bit of space around the photo, but I've also – Put a drop shadow, or something. Yes, like that. I can't got a drop I shadow. remember, but but it was the space I wanted really, and then yeah. I thought, oh, drop shadow might be might be nice. I like it. Mm. I mean, did you put in the rounded corners as well?
0: Or is yes. That,
1: yeah. I think. Yes, I think so. So yeah. it's it's a nice well, touch. I will share it. Thank yes,
0: you. if you post that on Micro Blog, um, I will link to it in the show notes of oh, righty, the, no. um, of this episode, so that. Those who are interested can go find it and um, yeah. you know it's it's of interest to me lately because people are you know m- tinkering with the look of their um, micro dot blog templates more and more, and you know, I've definitely used some CSS i've I've gotten from other people and and at least repurposed it the way I want to do it, and I think you know that's something that just helps us all. Figure um, things out, and it's not very hard to change your CSS. Um, it's not hard at all. Uh, no, nice. it's. But if you don't know CSS, which is for those who who may not be aware what that is, it means uh, it stands for Cascading Style Sheets, which is a way of um, adding these kinds of stylistic uh, touches that we've been discussing to photos or text or whatever, changing colors or fonts. And it's um, it if you know what it is and you can see what somebody else has done, it's not too hard to customize it for your own uh, purposes. So I want to encourage people if you've done a nice job of um, customizing the CSS to let other people know what you've done, and um, we'll. We'll share it, and, and I think that will help everybody. And, and I, I really want to know how to do those photos now. <laughs> well, I'll do that thank as soon you. as we've
1: ended our call. Thank you, <laughs> Um
0: Well, before we wrap up, is there anything else you want to add um, or
1: let people know about? I realized that when I started my first blog, whenever that was, um, I put up this page in the the huge space of the web. It wasn't quite so huge then, but, um, and then maybe somebody might happen to stumble upon it. And so another thing that I like about micro.blog is that it's got a a built-in ready-made community
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and I really enjoy that. Yes. Me
0: too. Well, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. And, uh, I would encourage people if you'd like to follow Miraz. Um, there will be a link in the show notes or just go to micro.blog slash Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next week.